stand up in the fear of God and listen to the Holy Gospel chapter from the Holy Gospel according to may his blessing be solemn Assalamu of our teacher David the prophet and king may his blessings be solemn shout unto God all the ears or oh, sing praises to his name give glory to his praise let all the ears worship you Christ, Son of the living God, glory be to forever and ever. Amen. Now, so it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and took the multitudes from the boat. Now when he had stopped stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nest for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sing. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they were had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today our Gospel is from the Gospel of St. Luke and chapter 5. And it looks like the Jesus first called to his disciples. Let us have the journey, because some of us till today did not receive or did not accept the first, first call of our Lord. Maybe I am a churchgoer, Maybe I'm listening to, the, to some sermons, maybe I'm practicing some sort of Christian practice, but still the call is not answered properly. So we'll take just a, a, a quick journey to see how we can respond in, in a positive way to this call. The first verse we read today, so it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Genesaret. The first thing that the Lord is encouraging us to hear this morning, are you willing to hear the word of God? Those people were pressed about him to hear the word of God, to hear the word of life. Sometimes we feel that it's, it's available at any time, which is true. But it might not be available every time for you. It might be that your heart or your mind is not willing to listen and to learn all the time. 
We know that His mercies are endless, but we know also that our life is limited. So are we willing today to listen to His word? Are you willing to press about to hear the word of God from Him? So those who saw Him as a source or as someone who is able to convey a message from God were pressing about Him to listen to it. So the first thing, if we'd like to respond properly to the, to the call of our Lord Jesus Christ, be eager to hear the word of God. Origen was saying in the 3rd century, Christ's words are not only those which He spoke when He became a man and tabernacled in the flesh. So before that time, Christ, the word of God, was in Moses and the prophets. It is the written word. It's the prophecy about the coming Messiah, the coming of the incarnate word of God. Their words were filled with the spirit of Christ. As if he is saying, those people did not know the Messiah yet. He was not revealing himself yet to them. But they knew the Old Testament. And they knew that there is a Messiah to come. And they saw they were filled with the spirit of Christ, waiting waiting for him and eager to listen to him. So the first thing, are we willing to hear the word of God? Second thing, are we willing to obey on a very simple level? In verse 3 it reads, Then he got into one of the boats which was Simon's and asked him to put out a little from the land and he sat down and told the multitude from the boat. Then people start to argue, I am not ready to do it. I'm not ready to say yes to him. I can't obey it because it's too much. And he was telling us here, if you'd like to respond properly to the call, he is going to ask you for something very small. Will you accept me to stand in your boat? Will you accept me to stand in your life? And then just move a little, while, a little distance away from the shore. I'm telling you not to leave everything for me yet. I'm just telling you, just move your boat a couple of meters away. So if we are able to respond, as Peter did on that day, to respond on such small request, then everything is going to be changed. But when you think it's something too small to respond, I need something too big, you can't make it. When Daniel, in the first chapter of the book of Daniel, was responding, to an inner call. I can't break my fast. I have all my excuses to break my fast in the land of captivity, but he refused. Then later, he was able to be thrown, to accept to be thrown into the lion's den and not to be afraid of it. Why? Because he committed himself to the obedience of the small request. Then he was able to be encouraged enough to obey in such big things. Then he's telling me and you again, are you willing to obey on a higher level? Something against your own understanding, something against your own experience, against your own knowledge. In verse 4, when he had stopped, stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And now it looks more harder. You don't have anything, you are not a fisherman or a fisherman like us. You don't have experience. You don't know the secrets of the sea as we know. And then he's asking us, are you willing to obey when it seems nonsense for you? When it seems too hard for you to believe? So first of all, he's asking me for something very sensible and very small. And then something now against my own will. 
against my own understanding and my own experience. Are you willing to obey or not? And again, we thank God that he was able to do it. But again, why he was able to do it? As we heard later that Peter and James, all of them were committed Jews. They know exactly the scriptures. But for them, the scripture at the time, as Origen again was commenting in the Gospel of St. John, in truth, before Jesus, scriptures, scripture was like water. The Old Testament, without seeing Jesus in it, it's like water. But since Jesus, it has become for us the wine into which Jesus changes the water. So now we have the scriptures. These scriptures are not water anymore. It is the wine in which Jesus changes the water. If Peter was still the same person who cannot see that there is something different now. There is a person in this earth living with us, talking to me, and he is telling me something totally different. He is going to change the norm. He is going to, to, be, to show me what is abnormal to my own understanding and my own experience. So he is willing to do the same in my life and your life. It's not a knowledge of scripture. It is the wine of the scripture. It's not the water of the scripture, it is the wine of it. And then he started to argue with the Lord. Again, there is nothing wrong to argue with the Lord, but again, it's a submissive argument. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. This is my own experience. And every one of us has his own experience. Nevertheless, at, you, at your word, I will let down the net. I'm ready to be submissive. Maybe the first part looks like an easy task at, at, at some point. Okay, I'm going to listen to a Bible study, to a sermon, to read a spiritual book. And I'm willing to do the small things. Whatever you ask me to fast or to pray, I will do it. But then, once it is against my own understanding, against my own personal convictions, is telling me now it's time to be submissive. In James chapter 4 and verse 7, he says, Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. He's telling me, and you, it's the essence of being obedient as Christ did. If you are willing to be obedient at any time, then the miracle is going to happen in your life and in my life. Then he's adding again, are you willing to be to partners with someone else? In verse 5, uh, chapter 5, verse 7, So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats, so that they began to sing. He's telling me and you again. If you are really eager to listen to the word of God, if you are eager to be obedient in the small things and big things, and you have this submissive way of arguing with God, then you can't keep it for yourself. The blessing is coming in your life, the mysteries are going to be revealed to you, but you can't keep it for yourself alone. So they signaled immediately to their partners, and all of them, both boats, were filled with the catch. Then, at the very end, verse 11, 
So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. And this is the, the question for us this morning. Are we willing, in truth, to forsake all and follow him? It's not a matter of leaving my job. It's not a matter of leaving my at all. It is a matter of leaving everything in my heart that obstructs my relationship with him. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. That's why when we have a liturgy, each time and every time we come to the church, when we have the communion, he's willing to open our eyes, to see him, to forsake, to forsake, to forsake all and to follow him. St. Augustine is encouraging us at the very end. The scriptures are in fact in any passage you care to choose singing of Christ. Christ is singing this morning in your ears. Are you able to follow me? Are you able to respond properly to my first call? Or it might be your first call. Then he is telling us the apostles received power from the Spirit to understand and to write the scriptures. But our prayer now, that He will open our minds to, is our prayer, that we co comprehend the message, to live according to the message, that the Word of God may be well in us all richly. May the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.